0: Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com. And on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim, fill that out. And that's it. Yeah, he had his bike stolen. Apple says that the AirTags are not designed to help you track down stolen items, but this guy who had his bike stolen, well, he had an AirTag on the bike, and the thieves apparently saw the AirTag on the bike, and then they grabbed the AirTag off the bike, and they threw the AirTag into a trash can. Uh, The problem is, is that when they moved the bike... The, in the trash can was actually in the thief's yard. So when the guy was trying to find his bike with the air tag, all he had to do was find the air tag in the trash, and the bike was. Propped up right next to it. Mm, Okay, we never said thieves were that bright. And speaking of, there's a new high-tech machine using facial recognition to identify thieves. I was sent out to different cities for testing. In New York, in less than 30 minutes, it caught about 2,000 thieves. Detroit, in 30 minutes, 8,000 thieves. In Los Angeles, about 8,500 thieves. In Chicago, in 15 minutes, that machine was stolen. Okay, true story. Hey, listen, it's the Kim Commando Show. It's the nation's largest show about all things digital, your most trusted source. We're so happy that you're here. I'm, of course, Kim Commando. Yes, kind of a quinky dinky how that happens. The Kim Commando Show is hosted by Kim Commando. And you can find us on over 425 top stations from coast to coast. And we're streaming in your favorite radio app. And you can find us streaming as a podcast, a webcast, all three hours commercial free over at getkim.com. And of course, we always like to thank all of our servicemen and women who are listening on on the American Forces Network Radio. And our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 is the way to join us. All right, let's start this hour with five things that you need to know about future tech. And move over Tesla. Oh my gosh, it seems like every time you turn around, there's another EV coming out, electric vehicle. Ford already has the Mustang. Last week, they began shipping the F-150 Lightning, a pickup truck that I really wanted And you can also power your house during an outage. And I don't know what happened with my allocation, so I just am like, forget the F-150. I'm going to buy another EV. Uh, The Hummer is back from GM as an all-electric pickup truck from GMC. There's also the Cadillac Lyric. Chevy has the Silverado EV on the way and just announced this week. And a lot of people are upset about this. I'm talking about very, very upset. I'm talking about an electric Corvette. Yes, As Chevy describes it, the electrified Corvette will arrive first as early as next year, followed by a fully electric version sometime later on. They use the word electrified because it's kind of a modified Corvette. It's going to be in hybrid. No other specs. There was a teaser video. It was really short posted on social in case you want to see it. You know, I get the push. For EVs, and you know, I actually put in an order for a Tesla this past week. Uh, It's gonna—I guess I'm gonna get it in June or July, and I'm really looking forward to it because I've been wanting an EV for a long time. You know, I mean, I'm a real car gal, so I had to pick the right one. I picked the uh, the Tesla Plaid. But as far as the Corvette, you know, part a huge reason why. And I, we have Corvettes too. I have a 2021. I got a 67 Corvette and a 63 Corvette. You yeah, know, they have that sound. They just are wonderful. Like rum, 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 That's what they do. It's super loud. I mean, think about this: the Corvette that doesn't sound like a Corvette. There should be an app for that. There really should. Uh, number two, connect to a satellite with your wrist is next on our future tech list. I mean, we've been talking about having a satellite connection with an iphone for years but bloomberg writer mark german claims that satellite connectivity is coming to a future iphone and the apple watch isn't that something either this year or next year so what's the big deal about having your phone or your watch be able to connect to the satellite anyway it's not for better calls or internet. It's for would be there when you're in an emergency situation and you're outside typical cellular coverage areas i mean we already have different things like that from Car- from Garmin and the Spot Satellite, which, you know, my first experience with the smart Spot Satellite was when a friend of mine, Ray, was embedded with the troops in Afghanistan. And his wife was always worried about, you know, is he OK? Is what's going on with him? So I got him a – I actually sent him a Spot Satellite. Uh, and said, you know, here, I guess CBS, CBS was too cheap. They didn't want to buy it for him. So I did. But anyway, here, no, there are, is that I'd be sitting there, I'd be sleeping like at four o'clock in the morning and I get a check in from Ray and because of the time difference. And I was like, Ray, can you check in like a little like 6 a.m.? Anyway, it's really fabulous. But back to the side, it shouldn't be all that difficult from a hardware standpoint to add connectivity to an iPhone. But, you know, how are they going to put that? into a watch. I'm really interested to see what they're going to come up with. You know, when they asked if satellite radio would be included, Apple said, you know what, (laughs) you can't be serious. I'm, by the way, there's a Kim Commando show on Sirius XM. I don't know if you know that. We're on the business channel there in case you just can't get enough of me with our daily podcast, Kim Commando Today, in the show. I know. You're like, God, Kim Commando all the time. Uh, number three, it's like having a smartwatch for your brain. Elon Musk is uh, really busy these days. He owns Tesla, SpaceX, and now Twitter. But a lot of people forget that he also owns a company called Neuralink, which is developing brain-machine interfaces. What is the brain interface? Well, here's what it is. What they're gonna do is put an implant a chip in your brain that allows you to connect wirelessly to a computer. And they've been working on it since it launched in 2016. So it's not to make you smarter, per se. It's really being developed as fabulous technology to treat neurological disorders like Parkinson's or spinal cord injuries. Uh, just a few days ago, that's the reason why I bring it up, is that Elon said that Neuralink's brain chip will be similar in complexity to a smartwatch. And he's looking for new employees with experience in developing smartwatches and phone tech. Now, they previously called it Neuralink's interface the future of phones and smartwatches so this way you can make phone calls and texts uh, but they are now testing implants and monkeys and mux says that they can transition to human trials by the end of the year and it's really something when you think about this so if you have somebody in your family you know someone uh, with parkinson's or a spinal cord injury you might want to look up this Neuralink. Uh, maybe something that that's not here yet but it's going to be coming here very soon Uh, Number four, your next set of speakers could be wallpaper. Hmm, what's that? And if you look at CES, that's the Consumer Electronics Show the last few years, some of the headliners are rolling up things like paper. I'm talking about a roll-up TV, which I really want, but I can't afford it. It's like $110,000 for a TV. But anyway, here and there, MIT engineers created an ultra-thin speaker that not only produces sound, but it makes sound on any surface. Uh, without getting into the technical weeds, is that speakers, you know how they work. They use electrical currents and magnetic fields and they vibrate a membrane that manipulates air and produces sound waves. That's a little fun fact of how it works. Well, now it's taking it a few steps further, well, many steps further, really, is that the speakers are only 0.12 millimeters thick, Made up of a grid of raised domes, and they vibrate independently of each other. Now, that's it. Okay, that's the big deal. And it can be attached to services without reducing their ability to produce any sounds. So uh, this is what's going on at MIT. And the team says the tech can be used as an ultrasound detector, covered in reflective material, create unique light displays. This is definitely a sound idea. Uh, number five, watch where you leave your watch. Now, 12 years ago, it was big news. Somebody found a prototype for the upcoming iPhone 4 left behind at a restaurant because everybody was like, wow, what's it going to look like? Well, now it's happened again. This way, this time it's Google's long-rumored Pixel Watch. Android Central posted some images from someone who says they found the smartwatch left behind Some. Place again in a restaurant somewhere in the U.S. If it's real, the watch has a round face, crown, the usual place, single button underneath, a heart rate sensor, typical to other smart watches. There's no band. Whoever found it, uh, they said they couldn't get past the initial power screen, so no indication of what the UI looks like. But if other reports are correct, Google will officially unveil the Pixel Watch this coming month, May. It's supposed to come in two sizes, cost between 300 and 400 bucks. You know, we have all these constant upgrades year after year, year after year. Uh, I mean, you know, what are you going to do with all your old smartwatches? I mean, you know, you could add them like, wow, wouldn't that be something? You could add them all to your belt and like you'd look like a real geek of the week with all your smartwatches all on your belt. But then again, that would be a waste of time. Mm. All right, coming up in this hour, we've got some great tips about how you can turn your handwritten notes into text that you can get into your computer. Uh, Allie's going to be joining us. So if you're getting into crypto, we're going to talk to you about the safe ways to store your crypto. We also have a creepy Google Map feature to show every single place you've been and also a free security cam for you and some software. And, of course, we have all of your great phone calls here on The Kim Commando Show.
1: Since our founding in 2000, we at the Center for Internet Security have always had one mission. It's to create confidence in the connected world for people, businesses, and governments. As a nonprofit, we do this by drawing upon our core competencies of collaboration and innovation. The world is changing, cyber threats are evolving, and IT resources are limited. All you want is a way to strengthen your cybersecurity programs efficiently and effectively. Let's CIS help you with these efforts. We use a consensus-based process involving IT professionals from around the world to develop and maintain security best practices. These resources are proven to defend systems and data against threats, both on-premises and in the cloud. We also strive to help organizations of every size and maturity strengthen their cybersecurity programs. This includes serving U.S. state, local, tribal, and territorial government organizations. At CIS, we're all about making the connected world a safer place. Visit our website to learn more.
0: Hey, our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 is the way to join us. And, hey, listen, if you're not getting the Kim Commando Show newsletters or if you don't like the ones you're getting or if you want to get some new ones, head over to commando.com slash subscribe. That's commando.com slash subscribe. I think our breaking security alerts and daily tips are essential, as are the current and the weekend roundup. And in addition to that, when you head over to commando.com slash subscribe, even if you've got one newsletter is that you have an account, that's where you can set your preferences. And that's really important so that this way we deliver you only the newsletters with content that you want to see. So if you just want Windows, you can sec- check that box, Apple, Android, you name it. That's commando.com slash subscribe. is a way for you to sign up for our newsletters and check the ones that you want. All right, Dave in Saginaw, Michigan. Hi there, Dave. How you doing, Kim? Fantastic. I just had a, I just had a simple question, I hope. Um, I'm trying to find a uh, good piece of software, hopefully freeware, that will allow me to be able to remotely support my 80-year-old uh, father's computer. Yeah. Windows 10 platform. That gets a little tough, doesn't it? Yes. Over the phone. It's like, oh, gosh. It's <laughs> like, you know what? you know, and, and we love them. We do, right? I mean, we do. Yes. But it's so frustrating. It's like, oh, my gosh. You know, it's like. And then it's like, what do you want me to do? Hit the start to go to the control panel. It's like, you know what? Just forget it. I'll come over. I know you're far, but I'll be there. Okay? Yeah. All right. So (laughs) what you're going to use is some remote access access software. Okay? Right. And there's a lot of them out there. Um, The easiest one and the one that our very own IT geniuses use uh, is called TeamViewer. Uh, it's free for non-commercial use, uh, and so it gives you – once you set it up, it gives you permanent access when he's not there so you can get on there. Uh, there's also okay. video conferencing. Um, if you want to work on it and you don't want him to see what's on the screen, you can actually black out the screen. And if there's, oh. some, if there's something that you want to type up and you want to say, here are the steps, Dad, is that you can type it up. You can put it, Obviously, you can put it on the screen. Or you can say – you put the steps on the screen and say, you know what? I printed it for you. It's in the printer. Okay. <laughs> so, that, so that this – it's in his printer, right? So that right. Sure. This, so that this way – you know so a lot of the step-by-step instructions are really helpful. Um, another thing that I have found is that if you find the steps over at YouTube is that uh, if you can show your dad how he can slow it down. And how to replay, but also how we can look at the transcripts for, oh, uh, okay. a, you know, a YouTube video, because most of almost every video has transcripts. But that also, I found, makes things a little bit easier as far as, you know, these are the things that we need to do. And but, you know, try TeamViewer. I think you're really going to love it. I've used it myself. It makes it really easy. Uh, you don't need to really get into a whole bunch of other technical stuff. You know, as far as him having to do anything, and it's you know, and that's the challenge is that, you know, older folks they've been around computers a long time, and you may find that somebody in your family that it may be time to get off of them Windows. To, to, I know that they like it. Maybe time to say, you know what, maybe we just need an iPad. Maybe we don't need to have all these Windows updates and to do everything like that. I'll post a link over to TeamViewer over at commando.com. Inside the community, that's commando.com slash community. And then when you're in there, just hit the Q&A form. Thanks for your call today, Doug. All right, so you have some handwritten notes. You want to get them into your computer, okay? You need to have something that's made for the job, so this way it becomes text. Uh, one is called Evernote. You can also use Microsoft's OneNote app. And so you take a picture of your writing, and then, of course, you can open inside Word Doc, and then you can edit. Again, that's uh, Microsoft's OneNote app or Evernote. Stay right where you are. Coming up, Ali Seligman's here, our crypto gal, going to talk to us about wallets here on the Kim Commando Show. Okay, coming up in just a few moments, we have a great tip about this creepy Google map. I don't know if you've checked yours out. Pretty much you can see every single place where you've ever been, but you just have to know where to look and find the app, and I'm going to point that out to you. And right now here on the show, we'd like to welcome Allie Seligman. She's our official crypto gal over at Commando.com. Hello there, Allie. Hi, Kim. So we're going to be talking about wallets. And, of course, there are hot wallets, there are cold wallets. And just now when I said hot and cold wallets, Allie, People had gotten that goldfish look. Like, is it hot or is it cold or what's going on there, Mildred? I don't know what kind of wallet that we need. Okay, they didn't. Maybe they would actually. They
2: don't sound like that. They Kim. don't sound come like on. that.
0: No, it's like I think we need a hot wallet, Kim. Come on, no, I want want one. That of is those. what they all sound like. Yeah. All right, so I'll let's start. Let's start at the tippy top. Hot and cold.
2: Hot and cold. We are not talking about temperature here. Hot and cold really refers to internet connection. A hot wallet connected to the internet. A cold wallet is not. In practical terms, what does that mean? Okay, a hot wallet is web-based in some way. So generally, it's going to be an app or a browser extension, something connected to the internet. A cold wallet is actually a piece of hardware. So they often look like little thumb drives. They're like three inches long, not too big. They're not internet connected, and so inherently a little bit safer from you know all those people trying to scam you online, right?
0: Yeah, and that's <laughs> and that's really it. I mean, gosh, I felt I still feel sorry for that poor guy that called the show last week. I lost a hundred. I mean, that's a lot of money, a hundred and seven thousand dollars, because he got scammed. Right? It really is
2: a lot of money. And as we go on in this segment, be sure to listen because at the end, I'm sharing my biggest tip for keeping your crypto wallet safe, which everybody needs to know. So let's start a little bit at the beginning. We have talked about recently how to buy cryptocurrency on an exchange. If somehow you miss that, a little refresher, when you buy crypto on an exchange like Coinbase, FTX, whatever you use, a wallet is created for you. It's actually called a custodial wallet. You can use that at your next trivia night. It means someone else has custody of it.
0: Makes sense. Okay, custody, Custody. somebody else. There you go. All right.
2: But once you want to do stuff with your crypto, if you want to, maybe you want to buy some NFTs, you want to play, I don't know, you want to play a Web3 game and you need access, you want to earn some interest on your money, you need to take full control of your money and that requires a self-custody wallet. Meaning, yes, I control everything that happens with that wallet. Like you said, Kim, we have hot and we have cold. Which one should you use? Let's... Put this in kind of real world analogy, right? So think of a hot wallet like just putting some cash in your pocket or your purse. You can pull out a 20, you can buy whatever you want. It's right there. It's easy to access, no hoops to jump through. Okay. A cold wallet is more like a safe. Uh, it's harder to access the things you've put in a safe, but they're more valuable, right? You're going to put more in there and it's going to be more protected. So you wouldn't, you might rock around with what, hundred bucks in your pocket but You right. wouldn't rock around with your nest egg. <laughs> no,
0: no, right? <laughs> and that would be a, definitely a bad, bad idea.
2: It would, and that's, that's the same with crypto. So if you've got, you know, a few hundred bucks floating around that you just want to have fun with, a hot wallet, you're going to be totally fine. If you have a lot of money in crypto, maybe you have some expensive NFTs, pretty smart to look into those hardware or cold wallets. Now, if you're sticking with the web-based wallet, where do you start? The most used blockchain, Ethereum... The most popular wallet there is called MetaMask. There are all kinds of wallets. There's MetaMask. There's Coinbase wallet. There's Exodus. I could go on and on and on. And I'm not going to focus on any one here. And I'm not even going to try to tell you where to find it. Because here's what I don't want you to do. I don't want you to just type in the name and go no, looking around online.
0: No, yeah, that's because what idea. will happen, Kim? You're going to get scammed. <laughs> and, and here's the deal, too. We probably should preface all this, that anytime you're talking with crypt, about crypto, Only invest what you can afford to lose, right? That is I very mean, true. Because it's a very volatile market. And, you know, you don't want to be going chasing down Bitcoin and <laughs> said, OK, I swear it's going to be going up soon. You know. Well, right. And we
2: don't even just mean scammers, so that's important. But, you know, remember, Mike, when he bought that Dogecoin oh, and got out okay. after a day because it went down. Yeah, I, know.
0: So. I know, the guy lost <laughs> like $500. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. you know, Mike James, our very own, our trusty uh, tech director here, I mean, you know, he's, uh, he's on a little leave right now, but. You know, that was really funny. I mean he was so excited that he was going to make like double his money. And he put, like, five grand into Dogecoin. And the next day, he's like, I can't stand it. He was, like, getting so nervous because it was going up and down. He's like, And so he just got out of it.
2: Yeah, patience, right? Patience, patience. And, yes, only invest what you can afford to lose. But I'm not even going to repeat those names because we put together a handy article over on commando.com that has links to wallets you can trust, links that we have vetted. I personally put them in myself. And we've got some links to those hardware wallets if you've got more value in there and you want to consider one of those. So I told you I was gonna give my biggest piece of wallet yes. security advice. Okay, so when you set up your own wallet, you are taking full control. This isn't like, you know, maybe you lose the, your debit card or the password to your bank account and somebody can get you back in. If you lose this stuff, you're done. Your money is out of your hands. So when you set things up, you're getting what's called a seed phrase. And usually this is 12 or 16 words, it's just like a random list of words. Like honestly, like somebody just opened up a dictionary this is the key to unlock your wallet. You know those headlines about people who've lost all this money in Bitcoin or whatever because they can't access it anymore? Well, you know, there's that
0: guy in the UK. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, so, I mean, this, folks, if you don't know this, this is an amazing story. I mean, here's a guy, he had, what, I think he had, what, $7,000 worth of Bitcoin, but this was like 20 years ago or 15 years ago or something, and then he threw away the computer and the hard drive yeah, something
2: like that. Or, you know, some of the stories are people will put them on encrypted hard drives, lose the password to the hard drive. But really, the, the place where people get messed up, especially now, is they
0: lose that seed phrase. Well, well, this guy in the U.K., OK, so it's a hard drive and, yeah. it's, and it's, it's in the dump. It's in the city dump. OK, <laughs> he estimates that it's worth a hundred million dollars. OK, so there's a there's a hard drive in this dump. In the UK. And so he's gone to the city. And he's like, I think I know where it is because I know the exact day that I threw away the hard drive. So if you tell me I, – so I think I know where it is in the dump. And so he's like, no, we're sorry. We're not going to let you go there. Oh, I mean, my gosh. Okay, So – and he's like, no, I'll give you half. Yeah. Okay, you don't understand. <laughs> I'll, I'll, you know, you take $50 million and I'll take $50 million. OK. So now – but he doesn't have any money. So he raised a million dollars with some investors – And so he went back to the city and he said, listen, here's a million bucks. And that's how much we think it's going to cost for us to go through and find that hard drive. And the city said, no. Mm -mm. No." Why would they just turn down $50 million? Insane. I don't know. So anyway, so this poor soul (sighs) soul is sitting there. And when you look at him, he's like living in like a crappy flat. You oh know? man! And and he, and he could be worth a hundred million dollars, oh. <laughs> or even fifty, because he doesn't have. He can't. He doesn't remember how to get, or he left it. Actually, it's all on that drive. Right.
2: Well, right. don't be like that guy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> when you're setting things up, keep track of that seed phrase and write it down. Write it down on a piece of paper. Store it somewhere safe. Don't put it in your Google Drive. Don't put it in your iCloud. Don't save it to your desktop and just take a screenshot. None of that stuff. You need to write it down. Put it somewhere safe. And remember, really, if someone gets their hands on that, everything in their wa- in your wallet is now theirs. So keep it safe. Protect it.
0: Which, you know, I think, you know what, just, just elaborate on that just for a second. Listen so as somebody finds a piece of paper with your 16-word <sighs> seed phrase— how would how easy it is how is easy is it for them to, to grab all your money?
2: Well, I mean, pretty easy because they could go in if they know what kind of wallet it corresponds to. You know, say it's your MetaMask. Maybe you've written down on their MetaMask, so you should probably make yourself a little code, right? They could download the MetaMask extension, put in that seed phrase, and then there's your wallet.
0: That's so it that's oh, it, yes, gone into the into And then it's theirs.
2: Book Within seconds, they could transfer everything somewhere else, and so you'd never get it back.
0: Oh, see, that's, you know, that's just, that, you know, this is why we call it the Wild West. Right? <laughs> I mean, and this is why you really shouldn't be dealing in crypto unless you have some knowledge base, something that you can do. That's a, So anyway, in our podcast, Tech Refresh, every week... Every week, Tech Refresh, which is Fridays. If you're getting Cam Commando today, you're getting Tech Refresh on Fridays. Is that Allie Seligman takes off. I do. I'm going to buy you like a cape, Allie. (laughs) Is that she takes off her amazing content queen at commando.com and she puts on the Crypto Gal cape. (laughs) And she gives a great crypto. You do. You give a great crypto tip every tech refresh, which if you get Kim Commando today, that's your Friday podcast. And um, this is all good stuff. So you're going to write it up so nobody's going to Google anything because we don't want them to Google anything.
2: Nope. Just click the links from our site. Be safe. Don't go Googling out there because it's very easy to make a fake website. Trust me. Yeah,
0: we don't want you to do that. You know, uh, earlier today I heard uh, classical music coming out of my wallet. I don't know if you know that. Oh. Yes. Um, I opened it and I realized that I had three tenors. Hey, Ali, thanks for joining us. And again, you can learn more about it over at Commander.com.
1: Since our founding in 2000, we at the Center for Internet Security have always had one mission it's to create confidence in the connected world for people, businesses, and governments. As a nonprofit, we do this by drawing upon our core competencies of collaboration and innovation. The world is changing. Cyber threats are evolving, and IT resources are limited. All you want is a way to strengthen your cybersecurity programs efficiently and effectively. Let's CIS help you with these efforts. We use a consensus-based process involving IT professionals from around the world to develop and maintain security best practices. These resources are proven to defend systems and data against threats, both on-premises and in the cloud. We also strive to help organizations of every size and maturity strengthen their cybersecurity programs. This includes serving U.S. state, local, tribal, and territorial government organizations. At CIS, we're all about making the connected world a safer place. Visit our website
0: to learn more. All right, if you can't remember every single place that you've been in the past few years, don't worry. Google's there to help you once again. It tracks your every move, and there is a hidden Google map. And it tracks your whereabouts even if you're not using a Google app. You simply need to be logged into Gmail, Chat, Maps, or another Google product. And you should be prepared to be a little shocked if you go to this web address, timeline.google.com, and you sign into your Google account. And on the left hand side, you can narrow down your travels by year, month, and day. Now, If this bothers you, if you want to remove all that tracking, make sure it doesn't happen again. If you look at the lower left, there's this little tiny box that says Manage Location History. And that's where you can get back some of your privacy. That address, again, is timeline.google.com. All right, still to come, we have more of your phone calls. And there's a really handy way that if you have a desktop or if you have a laptop, that you can turn it into a security cam for free here on the Kim Commando Show. This portion of the show has been brought to you by RoboForm. If you're tired of writing down passwords, you don't have to do that anymore. RoboForm Password Manager makes life easier and more secure by logging you into websites with just one click. That's it. You get 50% off at roboform.com slash kim That's roboforum.com slash Kim. All right. You just heard me talk to Allie about Kim Commando today. That's our brand new podcast. Comes out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. That's why it's called Kim Commando today. Yes, I knew you were so smart. So wherever you get your podcasts, whether that's Apple, Google, Pandora, Spotify, you name it, just search for Commando with a K and make sure that you get Kim Commando today. All right. Back to the phones we go with Stephen in Chicago, Illinois. Hello there, Stephen. Hi Kim, welcome. What's I'm going a, on? I'm a long time, I'm a long time fan. Oh well, thank you. I appreciate that. You're so kind. Um, I'm trying to simplify my contacts. You know, I have multiple entries for just like one person. Mm-hmm. Uh, to take my example, my sister. I got the, her last name. There's four four entries for her last name, and then there's a uh, just an initial like E. Her name is the last name. so I don't know if I could say her last name or no, not. No, I don't say her. You don't have to say her last name. Whatever her last so name is. E, so it's E Phyllis, and then there's four four entries for the whole the full name E and Phyllis, and it's just <laughs> and, and when she calls, it's like uh, a, call, a call from Phyllis and plus four five others. You know, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a crapshoot. It's like, okay, which Phyllis is going to be today? Come on, come on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, it's really easy to fall into this trap because when you're using um, using your iPhone or Apple Mail or whatever, it'll say, do you want to update your contacts? Because maybe Phyllis changed the way that she changed her name, right? And right. then you say, sure, I would like to update my contacts. Why would I not want to update my contacts? <laughs> okay. And then suddenly you have one, two, three, four phyllises sitting in your phone. And to clean out your contacts, uh, it can be a bit of a nightmare doing it on your phone because, well, it's it's a pain in the neck. It is. It's not easy. You gotta open up the contact, you gotta edit, and then you gotta find the delete, and then you're like, okay. That takes thirty seconds per contact. I actually did this myself recently while watching Netflix, and I find that to be a very productive use of my time. Is <laughs> to is to is to clean out my my photos and to actually clean out my. My uh, contacts as well. If you want to do it an easier, better way than on your phone, Stephen, is that you sign into your iCloud account. So you got iCloud.com, you use your Apple ID, You know, username, password, sign in, and then there's a contacts button. And then what's nice is that you're able to go ahead and clean up all your contacts without necessarily doing it with just your phone and your thumbs. And so that's your first step is to sign on to iCloud. Now, if you're looking for A way to, you know, kind of do this semi-automatically, okay, is that there's a couple of apps you can check out. One is called Contacts Plus. Contacts Plus is really if you have tons of contacts and you want to separate them by, say, family members and friends and doctors and professional and business associates and good stuff like that. Um, You can get up to a thousand contacts, but there is a cost. I mean, it's going to have everything in the cloud. You're going to give you a lot of features and kind of turns into a little bit of a CRM for you too. It's about 10 bucks a month. You can try A to Z contacts and there's also another one called Card Up. I'll tell you what I'll do is I'll put a link to all three of these over inside the Commando community. That's commando.com slash community and hit the Q&A forum. Stay right where you are. We have a free security cam software to tell you about here on the Kim Commando Show.
1: founding in 2000, we at the Center for Internet Security have always had one mission. It's to create confidence in the connected world for people, businesses, and governments. As a nonprofit, we do this by drawing upon our core competencies of collaboration and innovation. The world is changing, cyber threats are evolving, and IT resources are limited. All you want is a way to strengthen your cybersecurity programs efficiently and effectively. let CIS help you with these efforts. We use a consensus-based process involving IT professionals from around the world to develop and maintain security best practices. These resources are proven to defend systems and data against threats, both on-premises and in the cloud. We also strive to help organizations of every size and maturity strengthen their cybersecurity programs. This includes serving U.S. state, local, tribal, and territorial government organizations. At CIS, we're all about making the connected world a safer place. Visit our
0: website to learn more. Now in your home, you probably have a security camera, maybe two, but here's what you have going on. If you have a laptop or desktop, you can actually turn that into a security cam, too, because what? It has a webcam. There's this Critter.camera, and it's absolutely free. It does takes two minutes to calibrate a test, and then it stores everything locally right on your device. We have a link to it over at commando.com. You can also set it to do not disturb so a call or text doesn't ruin your recording. So, again, it's Critter.cam. It's a great way to turn your laptop or desktop into a security cam. And don't forget, the show never ends 24-7. You can find me at KONNDO.com you got me it's kim commando today and i'm here with you just the facts and tips you need to thrive in our digital world or as i like to say to live the best digital life ever